Ever notice that for some people, it's easier and more comfortable to tell a lie than to actually tell you the truth? Because I've never discussed my business or their business, my sons or daughters, and I've never discussed them because they know where I have to do my job and that's it, and they have to make their own judgments. Mule muffins. Tell me lies, tell me sweet little lies. This is Truth to Ponder with Bob Bierman. And I welcome you to the Monday edition of Truth to Ponder, and I'm your host, Bob Bierman. Last day of the month, July the 31st. Where has this year gone? Seven months are now behind us. And I'm almost frightened that this year has gone by so quickly. But they say as you get older, it seems that that uh, tends to happen. Whatever. Today, I don't want to spend too much time talking about specific individuals, known liars, people that just have a difficult time with the truth. I really don't. I've got maybe four or five, maybe six news stories I would rather be sharing with you to illuminate to you some of the lies you're hearing from the media that really do have a political agenda, though they try to make you believe it doesn't. Now, when it comes to Joe Biden, he's a liar extraordinaire. We've known that for decades. I mean, people have known that since the 1970s when he first got into the United States Senate and complained that he's not paid enough. I need to make more money. That's something he was very clear about for many, many years. I don't make enough money. Well, he must have done well because he owns all of these mansions I could never afford. Even if I made a senator's salary, I couldn't afford what he owns. Which reminds me of something that Harry Truman once said, show me a wealthy politician and I will show you a crook. And I think old Harry was right. Our world has changed a lot in my lifetime. There was a time that Democrats and Republicans and independents could pretty much get along, live in the same neighborhood, even go to church together, go to restaurants together, and never get into a fist fight or angrily screaming curse words at each other. But those days are over, and they're over, unfortunately, by design. Say what you want, but this is a very well-calculated division of people. Those, and believe me, the deep state does exist. It has been around since the Roman Empire. The concept of the deep state, those that really want to run the show, those that have the power and the money and the influence, they don't want to be in the headlines. They just want to be in control. All they need is an egotistical individual to play politician and front man, pay them well, and they get what they want. I've said this a dozen times. Dwight Eisenhower warned us back in 1961, prior to leaving office after the 1960 presidential election. His two terms were up. John F. Kennedy won. And he warned everybody, beware the military-industrial complex. Now, I don't think that Eisenhower even 
fully understood just how large that group had become, how much power they were wielding already. He saw it coming, and he knew a lot of it was there. But remember, they do their best to stay out of the headlines, out of the spotlight, off the front page of the newspaper, off the radio. And back in those days, the beginning of the nightly news broadcast, thats they don't want to be talked about. They want to be a government in the shadows. I'm looking at stories here, and I can't even decide where to start. I've got some on climate change. I call it the climate change lying narrative because all their predictions just do not come true. The doom and gloom experts that pretty much now inhabit primarily one political party here in the United States and the ideology of what would be considered formally liberal. There's a difference between liberal and leftist that a lot of people don't follow. I don't like calling Biden a liberal. He insults classic liberals who I think were generally decent people whose policies I would disagree with. I'm not a big government kind of guy that believes that government can solve all of our problems. They tend to be the problem more than the solution. But I know a lot of people believe that big government can do big things. Well, maybe to a degree, yeah, but not near as much as some people think. And the more a government gets big and bloated, the less efficient it becomes. And so a lot of people just don't get it that big government has always been problematic. It always crushes itself under its own weight. The Soviet Union was no different. They went bankrupt. They ultimately do. And the United States, with all the debt that we carry as we try to have big government, a lot of it we don't need, a lot of it duplicating things we already have in the States... A lot of bureaucrats, a lot of automatic pay raises, and not producing anything except taking from the taxpayer. We just keep piling on debt. The military-industrial complex keeps getting us into wars we never win. Last war we won just happened to be in 1945, World War II. We didn't win Korea. It's still a stalemate. We embarrassingly left Vietnam in 1975. We walked away from Afghanistan and we walked away from Iraq. We have NATO with second rate, third rate, fourth rate, overly priced weapons that don't work. Yet we keep spending the money on the lies. And the worst part is, when it comes to the military-industrial complex, you'll find members of both parties on board with that because that's where their bread and butter and campaign money comes from. I look at companies like Raytheon, and as a broadcast engineer, I remember oh a number of years ago working on a 1940s, I think it was like built in 1946, Raytheon am broadcast transmitter that was sitting in a town uh, near macon georgia beautiful piece of equipment still functioning still in excellent condition and it had to be pushing 50 years of age and it worked like new raytheon got away from that industry and moved into the military industrial complex 
where instead of making millions, they can make billions. And a number of companies, General Dynamics being one of them, are all in the, shall we say, military hardware business. A lot of money there. My issue today, and I I know I've taken a little time to get to it, is why do people in politics, and this includes on both sides of the aisle at times, why do they feel the necessity to be... to not tell us the truth about everything. I am tired of this public relations narrative being shoved down our throats. I'm tired of the phony conservatives. I mean, really tired of them. They, they are, to me, in a, they're the biggest problem our nation has. Every time you think you're going to get ahead of the curve in the House of Representatives, you find out that 80 or 90 of them are a bunch of, you know, that just spineless, just spineless, creepy individuals. They're deep staters that pretend that they're conservatives to get your vote. The same is true in the United States Senate. Mitt Romney is a classic example of a piece of garbage liar. He's just a deep state liar that hates Trump, hates true conservatives. He loves big government. He loves big money. He's a liar. And the people of Utah, I am angry at you for putting that clown into the United States Senate. I didn't like him when he ran for president. He seemed like a phony at the time. He is a phony. He's a bona fide professional phony. Mitch McConnell, there's a guy that should have been retired 10, 15 years ago. He's falling down on the job, literally. He's having episodes. He should resign the United States Senate immediately. He should walk out the door today. He's not. He shouldn't be there. Biden shouldn't be there. These old individuals whose health and minds are compromised need to get over their lousy egos and do what is right for the people of the United States and immediately resign. They're unfit for office. It was embarrassing, not that many, about a decade or so ago. Strom Thurmond ran for the United States Senate for like the seventh or eighth term of some ridiculous number. I mean, he'd been in there since the 1940s. He was a senator in 1948 from South Carolina. And this man had the audacity to run for the United States Senate for another term at age 94. 94 years of age, falling asleep, not able to show up for many of the votes and discussions and debates. They would just wheel him out in a wheelchair when they needed a vote. And he retired from the United States Senate, went directly to a nursing home in Edgefield, South Carolina, where he died shortly thereafter at the age of 100. He was 100 years old when he left the Senate. Politics should not be a full-time occupation, but it has become a full-time and very lucrative occupation for many. Ask Joe Biden. Look at all the homes he owns. Look at all these politicians 
that on a senator's salary become worth mega millions. How are they doing that? Oh, yeah, the phony book deals. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Write a memoir and we'll guarantee, you know, that there'll be four million or five or 10 million of these books sold and you'll make, you know, 30, 40 million, 100 million, whatever it takes. Look at the Obamas. Nobody buys the book. They're sold in bulk quantity. It's a way around the law. It's a payoff. Nobody ever buys these books. Every time Hillary writes a book, within six months, it's in the dollar bin at the dollar store. Nobody reads this stuff. They just buy them by the, you know, by the box load. Yeah, by the box car load. Whatever it takes to pay them off. Then they get these huge consulting contracts and, and everything. Listen, I believe we need to have term limits. Three, maximum four terms in the House of Representatives and one term, not two, one term in the United States Senate. You shouldn't be spending one minute of your time chasing campaign money to get reelected. You should be there and leave. In fact, I really believe in repealing the 17th Amendment, which was one of the worst things that Wilson ever did, President Wilson, back in the early 1900s. Woodrow Wilson just destroyed America by making the Senate a direct election. The Senate used to be appointed by the state legislatures to protect the interest of the states. That was the whole idea. They were not to be another quasi-body like the House. And all they become now, face it, the Senate, they don't care about their states at all. They could care less. They're getting their money from the Raytheons. They're getting their money from the big donors, the powerhouses, the PACs. They don't care about your $50 contribution or $100. You're useless to them. They're out there working for the big banks, the big money, big pharma, big everything. Big, I don't care what it is. That's why we should repeal that, that 17th Amendment immediately and have the state legislatures appoint people to serve their terms in the Senate at the will of the legislature to protect the interest of the states, man, our federal government would shrink in a matter of years. But the liars that are out there and the lies we're being told, I, this, I'm going to comment only for just mere seconds on this. The whole mess with Jack the Shill smith a a fake phony fraudulent prosecutor with an agenda who's weaponized the department of justice they look the other way with real crime and they're chasing after somebody they wouldn't bother with if he wasn't running for president that's obvious anybody that can't see that has gouged their eyeballs out and has basically destroyed their hearing and their ability to even comprehend anything like the girls on the view those idiots, and they are truly the definition of idiots because they choose to be stupid. They don't want to know the truth. The truth is not in them, never will be in them. They don't, the truth scares them, as rightfully it probably should. Yet they perpetuate all the big lies of certain politicians who are bought and paid for 
oh, let's face it, Democrats talk a great game about we care about the little people and we're going to control the banking. Baloney. The banking controls them. They're shills. They're liars. They're frauds. They're fakes. They're phonies. And until we, we the people, by the way, thought about this the other day. And I want you to realize how much power we the people really could have. This radio program only reaches probably into the thousands of people across the United States. Not hundreds of thousands, just in the thousands. And in a state like Georgia, maybe a few hundred, maybe sometimes upwards of maybe a thousand. You never know during the course of a month. The election in Georgia back in 2020 was decided by 14,000 votes. If this program could have just swayed a few hundred people, and if maybe another dozen programs could have swayed a few hundred people, and if other websites could sway a few hundred people. In other words, small efforts like this could have easily swayed that election by getting the truth out. But too many people are so dependent upon the old media, they think they can trust, even though they know they can't, but they do. They believe the narratives. And and, and it, I, I was talking the other day to a guy, what do you believe anymore? How do you know what to believe? How do you know what is propaganda and what isn't? I'll get to some of that on the other side, the second half of the program. I've got some... I'm not going to end this program on bad news. Trust me, it's going to be a lot of, I really want to have something positive this week. I don't put my trust in politicians. I really don't. I will do my best to vote for the ones that are closest to what I believe. I know there's a big interest in Robert F. Kennedy Jr., who, by the way, the White House is denying him Secret Service protection. I guess they want him dead just like they wanted his dad dead and his uncle dead. You know, the deep state, they don't want a guy like Robert F. Kennedy out there talking. Now, would I vote for Robert F. Kennedy? No. There's some issues that I have with him. Listen, he claims to be a good Catholic, good churchgoer, used to go to Mass, maybe still does. But if you cannot reconcile the life issue you can. I don't want to hear anybody ever say to me again, well, I am pro-life, but I will permit abortion. You can't be that way. If you are not 100% pro-life, then you are not pro-life. If you're not 100% pro-life, you're on the wrong side of Scripture, the wrong side of the Bible, the wrong side of the Christian faith. And if you can't see that, then there's a lot of things you can't see. Nancy Pelosi is a classic example. Oh, I'm personally pro-life, but I'm willing to spend taxpayer money to, to butcher babies in the womb. It's fine with me. It's not fine with God. And see, there's my issue. They're delusional to think you can be pro-life and still support abortion. You cannot. End of discussion. And Robert F. Kennedy also believes in a a much bigger government than we need because the bigger the government, the more bloat, the more waste, the more fraud, and the more loss of liberty. I mean, these people have to have something to do, so they got to come up with more rules and regulations. 
quick little side note. I can remember many, many years ago looking at old, old movies. And you'd hear a line in a movie like, man, you're making a federal case out of that. Well, it really meant something to say a federal case. A hundred years ago, there were very few federal laws and very few federal cases being bought. There just weren't any. The federal government hadn't bloated out of control like Jabba the Hutt. And so the idea of a federal case was a rarity. Now it's commonplace. And when you get a bloated and corrupt Department of Justice like the one we have today, run by reprobates, fraud, liars, and antichrist type individuals like Jack the Shill Smith, the man doesn't give a rat's rear end about justice. You know it and I know it, and that's simply the truth. The man is a shill. The man should be disbarred. The man should be investigated. Why are you chasing after people, and why are you ignoring the real crimes committed by the people paying your check? Oh, that's right, because only ideology counts around D.C. and money and corporate money. The truth and honesty and integrity have long been abandoned in Washington, D.C., that stinking sewer of a swamp. And they use things like climate change to come after your gas stove. Why do they want everything on the cotton pick and electric grid? And why are they trying to make you believe that gas stoves are killing children and, and destroying the planet? Oh, this these past several days, and I warned you about this a year ago. When COVID dies down, climate change will come back with a vengeance. Oh, yeah. Climate change, it's back. And it's time to be afraid of everything. The world's coming to an end because of climate change. And these guys are making predictions of things that could happen between 2025 and the year, I don't know, 2200 or 2100. Just ridiculous stuff. Like 95 years from now. When we're none of us are going to be around. I begin to wonder sometimes if climate change is just a big psychop, just like COVID. Look, something was going on out there, yes, but the protocols at the hospitals, I talked to an individual, listener to this program, I'm not going to say much, but he, he has suffered tremendous loss because of the COVID mess and the way things were handled and hospital protocols and he's not alone i've talked to so many and every time i do it breaks my heart i've lost more people to the vaccine than to covid and what people i lost to covid were lost because of the hospital protocols i'm just telling you this is what's coming out and nobody wants to talk about it. We have all these young athletes and, and actors and actresses collapsing and, and having heart issues and blood clots. We never heard of this stuff before. But we do today. There are people. Gretchen Whitmer up in the, Michigan comes to mind. They would love to keep you in a, a mask, you know, a face diaper forever because that is a psychological way to control you, to shame you, to break you down. 
They found meaning and complete life in all these CDC supplies. You know, this mass nirvana. People are still running around wearing these things outdoors. Outdoors. Riding a bicycle. You got to be out of your mind. They don't stop a virus, period. End of discussion. Never did, never will. But people are believing a lie because it was pushed so firmly upon us. And now, I mean, the Department of Justice, all that's going on, it's going to play out. The real crimes are being ignored until there's a major, shall we say, house cleaning at the Department of Justice, until people like Christopher Ray are thrown out, take away their pension, fire them for cause, put them up on charges. Forbid them from ever working in the government again. And and perhaps if they did what I think they've done, prison for the next 20 years is a good start. They're the ones that really stole the election, by the way. People like I told you, Bill Barr, fake, phony, fraudulent, deep stater. He stabbed you in the back. Oh, yeah, he talks a good game. He knows how to win you over. But when it came to the real stuff, he walked. I mean, when it came to looking for voter fraud, his attitude was real simple. I see nothing. I was not here. I did not even get up this morning. And none of it surprises me. Well, it does, but it doesn't. I'll just say this much. We had high hopes when Bill Barr came on board and Jeff Sessions, who from day one, I mean, he became the attorney general and then the Russian collusion nonsense came up and he recused himself from doing anything. And that entire fraudulent investigation built on a lie and those that have built that lie are still walking around free What they did, there's only one word that describes it. Treason. Absolute insurrectionist treason. Hillary Clinton, treason. Peter Strzok, treason. Page, who is his lover, treason. The deep state, treason. Those in the intelligence services, treason. Those that lied about the Hunter Biden laptop, treason. They should be treated like traitors to this country and dealt with accordingly. I just don't see it happening anytime soon. And we may be so far gone, it may never happen in our lifetimes. This nation may not make it. I mean, the Roman Empire made it a thousand years, but we're moving rapidly toward our own ultimate disintegration. But I don't worry about that. I don't. Because I don't put my faith, my hope, and my trust in government. And those of you that do, you're making a huge mistake. If you spent more time in God's word... And less time worrying about the news, you might be more content. I know in my job, I have to spend more time than I'm liking 
in this endeavor. When I come back, I want to spend a little bit of time on a couple of topics that I think are encouraging. I'm going to do a little bit of debunking of this climate change nonsense. I mean, they have gone to the point of ridiculous. And a lot of young people, everybody's believing it, and they're saying, but look, look, Bob, see the warmest day we got. No, it's not. You're believing. Look, Goebbels said it best. He was the propaganda minister for Adolf Hitler and the Nazi machine. Tell a huge and big lie loud enough and long enough, it will become the truth. Get to the children at a young age. Indoctrinate them to believe what you're telling them, not what their parents or their church is telling them, and they will believe you. Why do you think they're coming after your kids? Why do you think these perverted, sexually immoral individuals want to destroy your child with transgenderism? Number one, it'll make them sterile. They'll never reproduce. Number two, it'll confuse them. And number three, it makes them dependent. It's a mess. Yeah, they are coming after your kids. And I believe there's a lot more to it. I'll mention a few of those thoughts that are on my mind on the other side of the break. Tomorrow begins, I can't believe it, the month of August. And before long, it's going to be the fall. And and I really would like to be in a position, if you'll help me, to grow this program, not just in the number of stations that it's on, and I'm working on that, but I need to, this, this program needs to, for a lack of a better term, it needs a little bit of a facelift. It needs more than just me doing everything. Now I have Jim Calhoun helping on Wednesdays, what a blessing. There are other people that I know that are out there that maybe God has said, you know, there's something you can do in radio, but you don't even know where to start. Between, we got it, by the way, there's a short window. For those that are considering the possibility of a low power FM here in the United States, you better reach out to me in the next two weeks or maybe too late. The window opens in November. There's a lot of work that has to be done. And if you think your area might work, now if you're in New York City, don't just don't even bother or Atlanta in the big cities the dial is too crowded but in small town America yeah there's some opportunity write me bob at truth the number two ponder.com that is my direct and personal email address if you believe in this ministry you can also go to the website to support us truth the number two ponder.com truth the number two ponder.com And if you can help us with a check or money order, would you please pray about it and consider sending us one made out to Ancient Word Radio, Post Office Box 510, P.O. Box 510. The city is Chilhowee, C-H-I-L-H-O-W-I-E, Chilhowee, Virginia. And the zip code in Chilhowee is 24319. That's 24319. And we will be right back. This is Truth to Ponder with Bob Beerman. All upon the cornerstone. 
coming up. Shalom Alechem. This is the nice Jewish boy, Jonathan Kahn, your Jewish connection, bringing you the riches of your Jewish roots in Jesus. Now get your pen out as fast as you can so you don't miss out on receiving a special free gift you're going to get and love in a moment. Here's the word, Hebrew today, try it, Rosh Pinah, two words, Rosh Pinah. It's one of the most important titles in scripture. It says in Psalm 118, the stone that the builders rejected has become the Rosh Pinah, the cornerstone. It says in Isaiah 28, 16, I lay in Zion a stone for a foundation, a tried stone, a precious cornerstone, a Rosh Pinah. In Acts 4, 4 to 12, Peter says he's the stone which you, the builders, rejected, but which has become the, in Hebrew, Rosh Pinah, the cornerstone. One of Messiah's names or titles is Rosh Pinah, Hebrew which means literally Rosh head, Pina corner, head of the corner, cornerstone. Cornerstone is the first stone, that which from everything else is built. It means everything rests on the cornerstone, which means if Messiah is the Rosh Pina, it means everything rests on him. That means he's the only thing you can build your life on. You can't build your life on your life. You can't build your life on marriage, on a career, on your strength, on your intelligence, on your skills, on anything, even on your own walk. You can only build on the cornerstone. Put your marriage on the cornerstone, your home on the cornerstone, your walk on the cornerstone. He's the Rosh Pinah. That means he's the beginning of everything. It means you have to begin everything with him. Everything has to be founded on him. Everything you do is coming from him, starting from him. Start your day on the cornerstone, your emotions, your relationship, your thoughts, because everything that's not is going to fall apart. Everything that is, is going to stand. Build your life on him. He's the only foundation that anything can be built upon. He is your cornerstone. He is your Rosh Pinah. Want more? Ask for the Rosh Pinah on CD. Now the free gift for from the sands of Judea, the wings of the cherubim, the awesome hidden writings of the rabbis that show the wonders and signs that took place when Jesus died. Amazing. The mystery of the temple doors on CD, yours free, and sapphires to bless your socks off. How do you get this free? Easy. Remember the real name of Jesus, Yeshua, and you dial it. To get your free gifts, just call 1-800-YESHUA-1. You will be blessed, but call now. That's 1-800-YESHUA-1. I invite you to minister with me, together bringing salvation to God's ancient people, Israel, and the unreached peoples of all nations on five continents with over a billion people. It's amazing. The farthest way you want to touch the world, this is the farthest way ever. Shortwave Radio. Just call 1-800-YESHUA-1. That's Y-E-S-H-U-A-1. Or you can write me direct. Here's how. Just write to the nice Jewish boy, box 1111, Lodi, L-O-D-I, New Jersey. The zip is 07644. That's box 1111. That's Lodi, L-O-D-I, New Jersey. The zip is 07644. Well, till next time, this is Jonathan Kahn saying, Shalom Alechem. Peace be you, my friend, in Messiah, Harosh Pinah, the head of the corner and the cornerstone. This is Truth to Ponder with Bob Bierman. And welcome back to part two of our Monday edition of Truth to Ponder this last day of July. Where has this year, forget the month, where's this year gone? I can't believe we started the church here in Southwest Virginia in the little town of Seven Mile Four, just part of Marion, Virginia, June 4th. And so we're entering our third month and I'm so glad and, and really, I needed to be doing this. This is where my true calling is. I'm more of a pastor than a news guy. But I'll continue to do this as long as God has called me to do this program. I 
pray that God gives me some guidance in the best way going forward to have a greater influence and be more of a help to you and everybody that listens. Now, I've said this before. We're going to talk about it probably again tomorrow, maybe later this week. Climate change. This is going to be the new crisis du jour. Climate change. You got John Kerry flying around all over the globe. All these wealthy industrialists and people that want to control the world and governments flying around in their private jets, hundreds of them at a time, going to Davos in Switzerland to talk about how the earth is going to set itself on fire. Point is, these people are lying to you. I can't express it any stronger. Let me kind of remind you of just a few little things. Everything from energy, everything from climate, all of these things they've told you over the past, I don't know, 60 years almost, has been a big fat lie. Yet people to this day will scream and curse at you if you say otherwise. The, you know, the gals at The View, oh no, you're, you just don't understand. John Kerry, he doesn't believe any of this stuff, or if he does, then he's delusional. Biden doesn't believe any of this stuff, or at least it doesn't apply to him. He can have his gas stoves. He can have his multiple mansions. He can have his big vehicles. His son can be in a, you know, motorcade with big gas-guzzling vehicles. You and I have got to be reduced down to some little... You know, Nissan Leaf in our 15-minute city. 1966, they said oil will be gone in 10 years. Dire famine by 75. Overpopulation will destroy us by 1970. Well, then the, well, everybody will disappear in a blue steam cloud by 1989. I remember that one. The world will use up all its natural resources before the year 2000. Urban citizens will be wearing gas masks by 1985. Nitrogen buildup will make all land unusable. Well, nitrogen is a great fertilizer, but whatever. Ice age by the year 2000. Okay, ice age by the year 2020. Well, maybe by 2070. In 1972, they told us oil will be gone in 20 years by 1992. Space satellites were telling us in 74 that the ice age is coming on faster than we could expect. We're going to freeze to death. Then it didn't happen, so peak oil got moved to 2020. Temperatures will begin rising and getting hotter and hotter. Children will not even know what snow is by the year 2000. Famine by 2002 will kill off half the world. Britain will be like Siberia by 2024. Manhattan should be underwater. You remember this? This is true. This one I remember. Manhattan, New York City, will be underwater by the year 2015. In 2006, yearly super hurricanes just devastating the United States and the world. The Arctic will be gone by 2018. Climate genius now king charles says we have 96 months to save the world he said that in 2009 
We were told that the Arctic would be ice-free by seven years ago, eight years ago. Didn't happen. In 2014, we were told we had 500 days before the climate would collapse and we'd all die. Do you see a pattern here by any chance? They keep telling us this and people believe it. The poor children in the schools are being indoctrinated by these authority figures, these clowns, these reprobates, these liars. Let me give you a little something that you didn't hear much about. This happened, oh, last year in January, 2022. You probably forgot all about it because, you know, we were still running around with, you know, COVID-19. There is a volcano named the Hunga Tonga Hunga Hypiel or Hypai. Happened about 500 feet under the water. It was bigger than any other modern eruption, even bigger than Mount Pinatubo. You probably didn't hear about it because it was underwater and nobody apparently died. But the erupting lava vaporized unimaginable amounts of seawater which went into the atmosphere changing the water composition of the earth's atmosphere and heating it up for years and still is in only a few days the suspended superheated water blanketed the the globe pole to pole east to west so what does all that mean It means nature can do things in a matter of minutes that takes mankind a thousand years to accomplish. And it's been doing it over and over and over again. But see, nobody ever tells you about that, do they? It's all man-made. It's all your gas stove. It's fertilizer. You eat meat. Cows are killing the planet. I mean, on and on it goes. The Tonga eruption, they said, not that long ago, would temporarily push the Earth about one, one and a half degrees Celsius higher for a period of time that would last about eh, five more years. This is from one, this is from one earthquake that erupted lava into the ocean. And it warmed the planet. But no, we're told that it's, no, 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 no. It, it, it's your SUV. It's cows. It's your electric, you know, it's your gasoline car. Get everybody on the grid. We need wind and solar. On and on it goes. They, they're going to want you in that 15-minute city real soon real soon and so i'm looking also at predictions about what's supposed to have happened and the scientists now talk about being baffled by the oceans why are they getting so warm well we know why they got warm and they try to make you believe that the more co2 we release the warmer the atmosphere is going to get co2 represents four one hundredths of one percent of the atmosphere it doesn't hold heat vapor does oh yeah all that water vapor that got into the atmosphere when that volcano erupted 
in 2022. Are you beginning to see a pattern? Don't believe it. Don't believe the nonsense that they're telling you from the mainstream media. They are known professional liars. They're propaganda artists. They don't know what news is anymore because they're journalistically bankrupt, intellectually bankrupt, morally bankrupt, and definitely spiritually bankrupt. Don't believe this phony science. Don't believe the propagandist, the great Thunberg, and her her prognostications. She's just a shell. Today, we're told to worry about gender. Yeah, gender. I mean, listen, this wasn't a thing 10 years ago, but it's a very profitable thing for very evil, satanically inspired doctors to butcher children, destroy their bodies, chemically castrate them, and then we wonder why we have confusion in our world today. You tell the truth in this world today and people freak out. Truth is no longer important. And so we hear all about climate change and it's all man-made. It's all your fault. It's, It's your SUV. It's your garden. It's your eating hamburgers or whatever. Need to eat bugs to save the planet. If we eat bugs, we'll fix the weather. I mean, this is the kind of... And, and people are buying this. Of course, the ones that really get into it are wearing face diapers while riding bicycles outdoors by themselves. They're believing everything they're told. Yeah. We were told that all these, we'd have an ice age. Miami would be snowing by now. It didn't happen. And notice that they keep pushing off the gloom and doom For another 30 or 40 years, it's never going to be next week because they know it's not going to happen. They hope that your, they hope your memories are so short that you forget the lie they told you last month, let alone last year. I am never going to put my hope any longer in what some government official has to say. What's that old Scottish saying? Fool me once, shame on you. Fool me twice, shame on me. That's what it comes down to today. Unfortunately, the United States government, the Canadian government, the United Kingdom government, France, Italy, Germany, all over the world, Australia, New Zealand, they would rather... Just tell you lies and tell you the truth. They they really love their lies because the truth is no longer in them. They have lost the idea of truth. The reprobate mind is an anathema to truth. The reprobate mind will believe the lie and reject the truth to their own damnation, according to the Bible. And too many of you are putting your hope in an election next year here in the United States. Oh, I hope we can forestall things. Remember, we should be working in the vineyard till Christ comes. We shouldn't be just sitting around waiting. Sure, I'm aware of the signs of his potential coming at any time. 
We are getting like the days of Noah. I get it. But I'm not putting my hope in a political party, a political process, or a government. Because they will always, they got one thing they'll always do. They will always let you down. And in my lifetime, it has gotten worse and worse with each passing decade. Oh, yeah. Evil, as I've told you a, a dozen times, will take two, three, and four steps forward. Occasionally, we get one or two steps back. I'm praying. I'm praying we get some steps back for a while and have an opportunity. Now, church, listen to me. If you are a believer, and I know, and I'm going to be spending more time with this because I really believe I have to. There are a lot of you that are Christians that are concerned. And sometimes you even doubt your own faith because the propagandists have been pretty, pretty thorough. And they want to steal your hope. They want you to believe firmly in them, not an almighty God. I remember how angry Nadler was one time, you know, Jerry Nadler, congressman from New York. Well, you want to mention anything about faith in his, none of that belongs in these chambers. Well, God says it does. And the day's going to come, Jerry. The day's going to come, Hillary. The day's going to come, Joe Biden. That at the name of Jesus, every knee shall bow on heaven and on earth. Enjoy it now. The arrogance level keeps rising. The evil keeps growing. More and more, we are becoming the days of Noah. And if that depresses you, then you need to really rethink your faith. My faith gives me hope and confidence. It doesn't put me in fear. The Bible is pretty clear. We win. I know a lot of people have a lot of theories and a lot of thoughts, and Satan will use every tool in his toolbox to confuse you, to make it hard on you. My real calling in life, what really motivates me, what really drives me, is not being a radio announcer. It's not being your newsman. I'm telling you, this is not who I really am. Oh, I've done it in my life, but God called me to preach his word. And there are times I debate, what should I really do with this radio program? Should I stay with all the news? Should I change direction a little bit? Should I try to be, give you the news and give you God's perspective on that news? I could really use your input on that. What is more important to you? I mean, anybody can do the news. Anybody can, I mean, there are plenty of people out there doing a great job of just the news. Some, I think, have compromised what they do by selling too much stuff that's questionable. Sorry, but I'm, I don't sell anything here. Only thing I do is bring you what God has put on my heart, and I trust you to keep us on the air. Now, let me just, I want to share something. I ran into this song the other day, and it was really a difficult day for me. And I'm going to tell you something. 
I listened to it two or three times and it really blessed me and encouraged me. And I pray right now that it does the same for you. I sought the Lord And He answered me And delivered me From every fear Those who look on Him Are radiant They'll never be ashamed They'll never be ashamed This Corbin cried And the Lord heard me And saved me from
Let me tell you, when I hear a song like that, my entire outlook changes. I spend too much time on the negative news, and maybe you do too. Sure, we need to know what's going on. We need to at least have a synopsis and a, and a general understanding. We need to know what to expect as the days go forward before Christ returns. I get it. But I can't dwell on it any longer. I'm, t- I'm warning you. It's not good for your heart, your soul, and your mind to always dwell on the bad news of the day and to be more worried about the liars out there than the truth in God's Word. There's got to be a change. I will pick up on that thought on tomorrow's program. I hope, I pray that song encouraged you. We're going to get more encouraged before the week gets past us. Do you believe in this ministry? We Here we are, end of July, going into August. Go to our website. You can support us from there, truth2ponder.com, or you can make a check or money order payable to Ancient Word Radio, Post Office Box 510, Post Office Box 510, Chilhowee, Virginia, C-H-I-L-H-O-W-I-E, Chilhowee, Virginia, zip code 24319. Once again, P.O. Box 510, Chilhowee, Virginia, zip code 24319. This has been Truth to Ponder with Bob Bierman. To find out more, visit our website, truth, the number two, and the word ponder.com. That's truth, the number two, ponder.com. Truth to Ponder, shining the light of truth in a darkening world.